In fact, if you come any closer, if you touch me or anything, I think I'll scream. Welcome to another episode of Bridezilla, and sitting right beside me, this is not visual, this is all audio as you know, because it's a podcast, but I've got the very handsome, oh, thank extraordinarily you. <laughs> dressed ladies, you've got to see this, um, Alex from Mr. Theodore Weddings. Now, Mr. Theodore Weddings is one of those directories, it's the same, initially it started off as the same sex yeah. uh, directory, but it's not... Like, in the past, when we've had directories of this nature, it was the only people that it appealed to was three-year-old girls that like trolls. The <laughs> colour was hideous. It's like, you know, the rainbow, and it's like, whoa. Oh, they're still around. They're still around. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're still around. But this, um, this, this blog, this directory, and uh, we'll share it within, you'll have a look at the notes on the bottom, is really, really sophisticated. It's absolutely incredible. So, do yourself a favour, have a look around, because it is amazing. Now, I've got Alex beside me, and um, how did all this come about? Ah, oh, three years ago now, and I got married. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it started. So, I... what happened is, it like those women that have children, and they, they, they've got kids, and then they dress them, and they've gone, well, I can start a clothing brand. Yeah, no, not, well, yeah, kind of, but not really. So I always wanted to get involved in the wedding industry anyway. So that's always been a huge passion of mine. My mum used to make wedding dresses. That's kind of, oh, wow. it's always, it's embedded into my yeah. blood. So I'm the youngest of eight. So there were eight. lots of weddings in my family. And I, so it was always, every year there was another wedding. So it's kind of been embedded into me. What's the age gap there? Uh, so the oldest, what am I, 31? So the oldest is 55. Wow. Yeah, so whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so big, um, big family. So yeah, lots of weddings. So there was always weddings. So that's kind of always been my thing. Um, and then Mr. Theodore really started when I started planning my own wedding. Um, and like you said, everything for same-sex couples was rainbows and Hideous. butterflies. And that, look, that's not us. We didn't want a rainbow. <laughs> I don't think that's anybody. I don't <laughs> no, know No, a is. lot of couples, you know, yeah, that's, and that's kind of what's there. So that's where I kind of came on board and thought, do you know what? There's a real niche for something that appeals to same-sex couples, that shows support, that shows you know equality within the industry, and that couples can select their suppliers from without you know having to have ask that awkward question of. But it's also, I mean, the look and the feel is, it's very sophisticated. Oh, thank you. It's that's just who I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. I mean, it's uh, it's I think as good, if not better, than most. Of the directories out there. Thank you. So not only is it that you know, I mean, the, the same sex isn't even really black. It's just so good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, thanks so much. It, it look, it looks amazing. It's out there. Why, Mister Theodore? My middle name's Theodore, <laughs> and I'm not sure where it came from. I actually don't have any idea where the name Mister Theodore came from. It's, it just, it was there. It sounded good in my head, and that's kind of, I just ran with it. So. so <laughs> Was it you and your partner? Was it the, the, you guys creating this together, or was it? Was it it was you? more me. It was more. It was more obviously with all his support behind me. Um, but I was the one that wanted to get into weddings. I'm the one. I think that's. I'm a lot more passionate about weddings. I love weddings. Yeah. So does he to a certain extent. Um, but it is a lot more. I drive it. I run it. But 
he's there as well. <laughs> so, so, On the sidelines. <laughs> Come here, sweetie, I need something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Come exactly what away. it is. That's exactly what it is. So we support each other, and he, yeah. but he's got his own passions and his own career to focus on. Oh, so wow. that's, um, I let him do his thing there. So. so how did it, I mean, you've gone, all right, there's definitely a space available in the wedding landscape because it's just, there's a need for it. How did you go about it initially? Well, first, when we started planning our wedding, we knocked, we got a few supplies that knocked us back. What? Yeah, because we were a same. Well, because was we it were a same. they knocked you back. No, it wasn't. But you just know these things. You know, there was the there was the. Oh, we'll just need to check with management, or we'll get back to you, or there were there was a bit of that. So you know, and I, my background as well, my family are very religious, so they're not supportive. Yeah. So we dealt with a lot of crap with them. Wow. And then, yeah, so when it came to planning our wedding, I just thought we just need something where same-sex couples can go and just get the support they need. And that's why we wanted to create a database of suppliers that supported same-sex marriage and just create a beautiful platform that wasn't different from other wedding platforms, I suppose you could say. Because like you said, everything was rainbows and why can't it be normal? And that that That's was one exactly of the exactly right. That was one of the biggest things that struck me when we first started. That you know, why does same sex have to be so big and bright and colourful? Why can't we just be like every other wedding? Because at the end of the day, it is, it is like a wedding. It's a wedding. wedding. I mean, <laughs> and there was no one else doing that, so that's where we came in and, and created so Mr. Theodore. How did you start finding supplies? What did you do? What was your pitch to go out there? So my pitch to get out there was, hi, we're Mr. Theodore. We're we're a directory for same sex predominantly for same-sex couples, but we just wanted to create a directory where every wedding supplier listed on more of the high-end scale yeah. were supportive of same-sex marriage. So that same-sex couples could just come on board, come online and go, we can choose our videographer, we can choose our venue, we can choose our florist, we can choose our stylist. We don't have to ask that awkward question of, are you okay with same-sex marriage? Because we had to, because yeah. there was nothing. Three wow. years ago, there was nothing. Every supplier we dealt with, we had to ask that yeah. question. This is a same-sex wedding. Are you okay with it? And that's how we could tell who was and who yeah, wasn't. Yeah, so absolutely. I've got my little black book of those who aren't. <laughs> we'll keep that to world. myself. Tell the world. <laughs> Fuck, I would. Um, so now you, how did you know initially who to approach? Because obviously the people that were around you involved in the wedding is a given. Yeah. They're on the directory or they're coming on board. Yeah. How did you go beyond that? Or was it, it started, you were there, you built it, and then they came? A bit of both. Um, I had no idea who was supportive or who wasn't. I just had to put myself out there and, and just get the ball rolling that way. So it started with the suppliers that we had involved with our wedding. Um, and then a lot came to us, but we also had, we also went to a lot. So, yeah. What did you, did you face any resistance when you went out there? Did you... Was it a hit and miss? Very much a hit and miss, yeah. you know, and particularly in d different demographics, yeah. you can just know which regions are a lot more for it. And, which, yeah. and even now, building our directory and building our brand, we're still constantly going out there and introducing ourselves, introducing Mr. Theodore to the world. And, you know, we're getting suppliers coming back, you know, enthused and excited yeah. about the concept, but we're also hearing not hearing much from a lot as yeah, well yeah, so yeah, and we know for a fact that yeah. not everybody you know it's it's one of those things and as much as marriage equality now is it's a reality not everybody's supportive you know I've, i know for my own family they're not i've yeah, got yeah. i've got family members in the wedding industry that wouldn't do a same-sex wedding wow so I, I, look i do i 
being in this environment as well and being like I've been now 25 years shooting weddings yeah wow and, yeah being in it immersed in, and seeing the gambit of you know of and 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 people coming and going in trends and all sorts of amazing and yet hideous things as well um and I really believe um it's a generation thing I think we just literally need to grow out of this whole stigma against same-sex mm. weddings I think because like my my children now are like they don't even distinguish the difference. No. It's like it's it's not even it's not even a question. I think that generation coming through, that I, I I don't believe there'll be any issues. No, I don't think that. I, I think the only issue moving forward, and as it does kind of grow up, grow on, grow in, grow up, um, is probably the religious factor, yeah. which will always be it's somewhat always of an issue. Out, yeah. You know, but religion plays an issue not only in, yeah, in not yeah. only in the in the same sex world in in so many things as well so um but yeah it's only a matter of time before it finally kind of grows out i suppose you can say and what and so what feedback are you getting from people looking around on your site are they sort of reaching out to you saying we love this or can you do more of this how are they using the directory themselves and are you in direct contact with them yeah we are we actually so since the laws changed our website traffic has grown immensely which is fantastic three four hundred percent growth in that side of wow. things, in, in unique visits, which is fantastic. But we're daily getting Instagram messages, five, six, seven, eight Instagram messages a day from same-sex couples across Australia. Mr. Theodore, can you help us? We, oh. we don't know how to do this, so we don't know how to do that. You know, the wedding culture has always been the bride walks down the aisle with, with her father or you've had bridesmaids and you've had, you know, just, you, just your common traditions, I suppose, that people don't really give, you know, much of a second thought to. Whereas now we've got same-sex weddings, same-sex couples, yeah, they just that's need a, a bit of extra point. guidance. But that's a great point. I mean, how do you, because you're, you're, you're moving into, I guess, the construct of what is traditionally a man and a woman, mm-hmm. uh, and traditionally a, a man up at the front waiting, and then uh, the bride walking down. Yeah. In a same-sex, how, what advice do you give regarding that? How's, do you still follow that kind of construct or do you both walk down together at the same time? I think it really depends on what you want to do as a couple and I think coming into this new world of weddings, you know, where anything kind of goes, not even in same-sex weddings, in any wedding, you know, you don't need to follow your traditional kind of format, I suppose you could say. But the advice that I give to a lot of couples, which is very vague, but at the same time it's do what you want to do. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You could be there greeting your guests. As they come in, you're, you're already there, greeting them, welcoming, welcoming, welcoming them to your ceremony. Yeah, I didn't get that word out we there. We got there. <laughs> um, and, but there's so many different ways you can do. So it's kind of just rethinking that or walk down the aisle together or walk down the aisle with, you know, with your parents one after the other. And, and I like that idea and we do that in our wedding. I do like going to a wedding in that anticipation of, you know, when's the bride coming? And, and now that, you know, not every wedding has a bride, the anticipation of you know, the arrival, yes, I suppose yeah, you could absolutely. say, which is what we wanted to create in our wedding. So we, you know, my partner, he walked down with his parents and then obviously majority of my family weren't there, but my sister, she came along. So she walked me down the aisle and we still had that kind of, that entrance yeah, piece, yeah. I think, and it creates a bit of emotion and, you know, it gets Excitement the tears started too. for yeah, the day, absolutely. doesn't it? So, absolutely. but yeah, advice I give to a lot of couples is, you know, as vague as it is, do do what you want to do. And when I think when they hear those words coming from someone in the industry, you, you can do whatever. Yeah. 
I think it then they just go, you can almost hear that sigh. I know it via an Instagram message, yeah. but you can almost sense that kind of, ah, oh, yeah. we can do this. We can step into a world that has predominantly been bride and groom and do our own thing. And basically, you're, you're giving permission to people just to be themselves. That's it. You know, just to express themselves who they are and whatever that means. Yeah. You know, as long as you marry the one you love, it's... That's However it. We We're seeing a lot of same-sex weddings now at the moment, which which is a trend that I think is fantastic, where it's more or less a big, beautiful party, and amidst it all, the couple gets up, says their vows. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is, I think it's incredible. If I were to do my wedding again, that's exactly how I so would what, do so, it. So, so walk me through it. What do they, do they just invite? So you invite, you have your guests, such as a wedding, and as a normal wedding, I suppose you could say, and then you know, whether it be a sit-down dinner or more of a cocktail-style event, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful styled, and, and halfway through the, the, the happenings of that, whether it be in between entree and main or after the canapé, you know, the, the couple then have this, you know, everything stops for about 15 minutes, the couple do their ceremony and continue on. Oh, I love that. Which is great, yeah. I, love I don't that. know where that trend's come from. I think it might be a bit of an American thing yeah, that's yeah. slowly filtering down here, but for same-sex couples, that's really, you know, it gets it's rid of amazing. that kind of yeah. ceremony and it creates, it allows you to create a, a you know. Oh, I love yeah. that. I, mean, I, could, I, I could see more of that. Yeah. Yeah, that is... That is a beautiful after, summer's afternoon, coming yeah. into summer now on a beautiful rooftop somewhere, you know, all your guests come and you're all mingling and eating and drinking and having a good time and, you know, the band stops and up get the couple and they do their wow. thing and then it just continues yeah. on as normal. So a lot, of the, a lot of the photography and a lot of that kind of stuff is happening before, you know, couples are getting ready together so there's not that kind of need to yeah. have the ceremony and then go off and yeah, do your yeah. pictures and then come back again. So, yeah. Is there different challenges for same sex, male, male, female, female? Is there different advice that you're giving? No, I think it's all the same. Yeah. It's, I'm pretty, yeah, there's not really anything that's, that's different in that yeah. sense. I think the main thing is kind of, yeah, working from, you know, that normal, that, you know, can't use that word. Um, <laughs> working from, you know, your heterosexual couples yes. yeah. now into your, to yeah. your same sex couples yeah. and, and kind of, you know, moving erasing that line and kind of allowing them to to do wow. whatever yeah is there any advice i mean that you you have touched on it lightly but it, um someone listening to this uh is there any advice that you could give them uh we've got you know kind of be yourself and you know there aren't any rules at all but is there anything else going into the planning when you were planning your wedding yeah that you could possibly offer that would just alleviate a little bit of stress i think Really just focus on what resonates with you as a couple. You know, it's so easy to get distracted with Instagram and Pinterest and and following trends and doing what everybody else is doing. And I think that causes a lot of anxieties, you know, within a lot of couples, it causes a lot of anxiety within our wedding planning process as well, because this is essentially what Nick and I wanted to create, but that was kind of the trend at the time. So, you know, what do you go with? And I think the, the, the most important bit of advice I can give is sit down with your partner, really nut at what you want, put that into motion first, and then start pulling, you know, whether it be colours or flowers or, you know, yeah. pulling in those kind of trends, I suppose you yeah. could say. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, now, I know looking, being in this industry for so long, there is still a lot of couples 
for some strange reason that don't get video. Now, video is amazing because it, it captures, if done well, and not sort of, you know, three, four videographers running around with tripods. Um, you decided to get video. Why did you decide to get video? You capture things, you see things in video that you don't see in your photographs. You relive those moments that you miss. And I think even for us now, our photographs are incredible. We had an amazing photographer. They were beautiful pictures. But they go into an album and it maybe gets opened once a year. Our wedding video still gets watched on a weekly, it's weekly so basis. It's so good. And you just see people's reactions. I think you hear people talking. You Even your ceremony, I think that was really important for us to kind of get you know raw footage of our ceremony just so we could sit back the two of us and go, that's what happened. That's what we said to each other. <laughs> Did you forget your vows? Yeah, Even though your vows are for life, you forget what you said <laughs> half the time. Um, and you know, just you know, just seeing your mum in the corner with a little tear, and it just kind of really brings your day together because when it is your wedding day, no matter who it is or how big your wedding is, it's over in a flash. 100%. And you get you go to bed that night and go, what? was that it? <laughs> was that it? Did yeah, this yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah. You know, and you have to pinch yourself and realise that was your wedding day, and it was you know. As excited as you are, and you know the the build up can be a bit slow, and you just can't wait for the day to yeah. come. When the day comes itself, before you know it, you're on the car on the way to, in the car on the way to the yeah. ceremony, and all of a sudden it's like the ceremony's done, and yeah. you know yeah, it's yeah. ready to you have, you're done. I tell all my couples if they can um, to spend a week apart. Don't see each other. Don't talk okay. to each other. Don't message each other. No little emojis with tears. Just I did. With my wife, I did two weeks. Yeah, wow. No speaking, but because I know in the lead up to the wedding, the stresses of who's sitting where, where are the table settings, timings, um, and it we it we don't forget, but it gets covered up the reason why we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, and then you know when you start bridging that gap and putting some space between you, you suddenly realise absence makes the heart grow fonder. It like, does. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's and then come the wedding day. I didn't give a fuck what was happening as long as I saw her. Yeah. That's all that mattered. And that joy that comes through is not, you can't manufacture that like it's real. Yeah. Uh, and I always tell our brides in particular, true beauty is when someone's really happy. Yeah. When someone's really happy when they glow. So it doesn't matter about your frock or whatever you're wearing. It's that, that joy there. So it's, I think it's, I think you're right. Just um, focus on each other. Yeah. And focus on um, why you're doing this as opposed I think that's to, really important yeah. to do that too. And I think, you know, we didn't exactly do what you did, but yeah. we, we were super organised. So there was no last minute. In that Fantastic. week leading up to the Fantastic. wedding, we both took the whole week off work. We spent some time together, but everything was done. Mm. Everything was handed over to the... We didn't have a wedding planner. I did it all myself. But, you know, you appoint people. You put people in charge of this, people in charge of that. I think it was a week and a half before we made sure that everything was ticked off that list and everything was handed over to those people. So, like you said, you're not caught up in, 100%. you know, table setting this yeah, or that yeah, on the yeah. night before your wedding. You're yeah, not running yeah. around. You don't want to do any of that. You just want to enjoy why you're doing that. You know, why a, are you getting that, married? That's a great key point, just to have everything done. Yeah. Have it done. Don't be rushing to the <laughs> venue on the, uh, the night before the wedding to make sure that everything, and because that just, that's a whole other horrible that you don't need that energy just sucks. So 
what you want to do is you want to look forward to the day. You don't want to say, I can't wait for this day to be over. Yeah. You know, I think that's criminal. Yeah. You invest so much time into it. And you're tired. Yeah. You don't want to, you, you just are tired anyway. I, I said to Nick on our, it was 9.30 and I said, can we go home? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're kidding me? He's like, it's only just begun. Yeah, and yeah, I was, yeah. you just, you are exhausted yeah. and you don't want any anything extra added to that. Yeah. You know, you don't want to take anything away from the reason why you are getting married in the first place. And yeah. I'm going to ask you two questions. Sure. Uh, just to finish off, um, if there's one book that you could give to somebody that you absolutely love what would it be one book that i could a book give. that you want to give away. oh my gosh i don't read books <laughs> if there's a film that you want friends to see because it means something to you there's a paragraph that you've read a quote something have a think about it. i'm gonna have it can, can you ask me the next question and oh, i'll well, think about okay. the other yeah next question is if there's a billboard mm-hmm and you can say something on that billboard and it would be seen by a billion people. Yeah. What would it be? Don't worry about what other people think. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, that's kind no of... No hesitation there. No hesitation because that's something I struggle with and especially being in the business world and, and being, you know, it's just you are constantly thinking about what other people think and I think it just, you, you put so much time and energy into, into that and it gets you nowhere. And, you know, you think about, you know, what's this person thinking and what's that person thinking? And I think with social media as well, in today's age, it's always about what are other people thinking? And who cares? Make it do your fucking head in. Do, do, do what you want to do. At the end of the day, you're just accountable. You're accountable for your own happiness, you know, 100%. not your neighbour next door or not someone you've never met. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the advice I, I would give. Yeah, that's I, nice. I don't hes didn't hesitate there, no. did I? No, because I've got it written down. <laughs> I've got it written down on my board behind my computer. I, every morning I just look at that and go, don't worry about what other people, just do what, just do what you need to do. Absolutely. And that will prove true happiness, I think. Absolutely. So back to the first question. I was hoping you'd forget about that. Anything. <laughs> oh, I, I can't is answer that film? one. There's nothing, because I'm not really a reedy, filmy kind okay. of person. Does that make, that's that. What are you, what, so I'm, just, I'm a very emotional person. Okay. So... I cry a lot. Songs. There's got to be a song. No. <laughs> Good old love song gets me in tears. It's funny, I just, I'm probably the only person you've had on that. Can't yeah, answer this yeah, question. Can't answer that question. It's interesting. Look, I'm a very emotional person, so I watch a lot of, a lot of films, and I probably can't even remember half of them because I'm in tears halfway <laughs> through. Um, I love a good, look, I love a good autobiography of someone that inspires you because I think when you look up to someone and they inspire you so much just being who they are. Yeah. Reading their backstory is always fascinating. Fascinating, yeah. isn't it? I've got a bit I've got a bit of a thing with Jane Fonda at the moment. Jane I don't know Fonda. where where it's come yeah, from, yeah. but I'm really I'm really liking her and she's had a remarkable life and yeah. I was just going through her memoir the other day and I'm like that's yeah, going it's, through people's backstories, you think that they've got it all or they've achieved all this success no. easily yeah. but when you actually read people and they're the richest or the fam most yeah. famous people in the world just knowing that they're people like you yeah. and I yeah. I think is very humbling there's um there's like I whenever you come across someone that's quite notable yeah for me it's always like you know you've got this tiny little tip that's sticking out of the water that everyone sees but underneath is this massive 
pyramid that no one sees where all the shit that they go through and we always focus on wow they're amazing they're talented they're gorgeous but the backstory the whole it's fascinating yeah how you got there i mean i'll share this one sorry guys you can't see this at the moment but i'm just jumping into my phone this i someone sent me this image um last night and uh it blew my mind because amazon now okay uh the world's first trillion dollar company. Wow. So trillion. So I I don't even know what that means. How much is trillion? How much is trillion? I, I a hundred, I, a thousand I, billion, I, isn't I, it? I, 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 can't, <laughs> I can't count that far. But um, I do have this here. And this was taken. So um, Jeff Bezos, he's the one that discovered, um, he's the one that created Amazon. Okay. And this is, and now Jeff is just, I mean, incredible man. But this is him in 1999. See, no one sees that oh shit. Oh my God. No one sees this man at his fucked up desk. My office isn't that bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, working and we, we see this, oh, Amazon are amazing. They're incredible. But we, 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 we miss all the long hours, all the, all the you know. All the really hard stuff that they have to go through. Yeah. Very much what you're reading at the moment that, you know, gets covered up by all the glam. It does. You know? Yeah. And that backstory is. And that backstory is it's inspiring and it yeah. kind of whenever I read someone's you know it's a successful person's backstory, and just realise that they're just like you and I, it kind of gives you a bit of drive to go. Oh, I can do it too. Hundred percent. I really can. So yeah. Excellent. There you go. Well, let's got there in the note. end. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Thank um, you. I hope you enjoyed it. All the show notes are going to be on the bottom. I'll also link um, the video from Tango Films. They did an incredible job. Check it out. It's amazing. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye for now.